Hi, welcome to episode 501 of the Fantastic Forecast. I'm Dave Elliott, and I watched the movie Friday the 13th as a kid, and ever since, I've had nightmares about middle-aged women. Today, it's Fantastic Four 501, a.k.a. Volume 3, Number 72, from October 2001. Fifth Wheel, Part 1, by Mark Wade and guest artist Casey Jones. So my new co-host, Elroy Burkdale, couldn't be here today. Thanks to this podcast, he discovered the internet. And 30 minutes later, he discovered internet porn. So that's going to keep him busy for a while. So instead, I've invited another co-host to join me today. It's my father. Yeah. Say hello, Dad. Yeah. Hello. Now, you've never listened to one of these podcasts before, have you? You must be excited. Not really. It's about the Fantastic Four. Never heard of them. It's it's a comic book. Aren't comic books for kids? Eh, not anymore, really. It's mostly men in their 40s and 50s reading comics nowadays. Kids are more interested in watching YouTube videos of shut-ins playing video games. That sounds worse than a podcast. But not much worse. Well, uh, let's get started. At the end of the last issue... In a confrontation with Dr. Doom, Reed got his face all messed up. Half his face is scarred and drippy and melted. It looks pretty gross. And things are even worse because Franklin spent several issues in hell, and as you can imagine, he's pretty messed up as well, in his head. Sue is crying and Franklin is writing on a sheet of paper. Things are bad, really bad, he writes. And he's also not talking. Some kind of child psychiatrist is telling Reed that Franklin isn't responding. It's like his senses were overwhelmed and his mind shut down to stay sane. Oddly enough, surprise, surprise, hell has a negative effect on children. You know, when I was a kid, my mom would sometimes send me off to spend a weekend at a friend of hers in Florida, Eileen Wernos. It had the same effect on me. Ugh, I hated that woman. I once hired her to, uh, um, do some work around the house. How'd that go? Uh, she didn't do a very good job. And I got gonorrhea. Johnny's there, and he confirms that hell is pretty awful. <laughs> no shit. Everyone knows that hell is, you know, hell. Johnny's in bad shape, too. And as he talks, he's kind of stuttering, and he's messed up as well. Reed asks the doctor what they can do, and the older man replies that they just need to give Franklin some time, let him continue to draw and write out his thoughts as he's been doing. Sue picks up and looks at a book of things that Franklin drew, Images of stuff that he saw in hell. And she is horrified. I'm guessing he drew various demons, people getting tortured, reruns of Full House, all the kinds of things you would expect to see in hell. When you were a kid, your mom and I found a notebook of things that you had drawn. Uh, what did I draw? Uh-oh. Well, we were horrified. Unicorns, rainbows, flowers, and for some reason, you drew several pictures of Alf riding on our dog. Oh, I don't think he was riding the dog, necessarily. The doctors tell the Richardses to surround Franklin with all his favorite things. His favorite foods, songs, take him to places he enjoys, and make him feel comfortable, and maybe he'll come around. Maybe they should take him to Disney World. He's probably been to hell more than he's been to Disney World. Hey, Dad, how come you never took me to Disney World when I was a kid? 
Uh, we took you to the Holocaust Museum. That wasn't enough for you, ungrateful punk. Later, we see Ben alone in his room, still missing some bricks that were beaten off his back. And he's either reading Franklin's journal or writing his own. It's hard to tell. But he also doesn't seem to be in very good shape. Oh, David. Uh, your mom and I also found your journal when you were a teenager. Uh, did you read it? Uh, yeah, uh, some of it. Just a little. It was, uh, very boring. You were a very boring kid. So boring. So boring. The next day at the Baxter Building, we see the outside of the Baxter Building, and it's a total mess. It's, like, completely destroyed. It should be condemned. But as always, the FF are still living there. Reed's looking at his messed up face in the mirror, and Johnny asks a question I was wondering as well. Since Reed has elastic powers, can't he just stretch his face out so it looks normal? He says that he tried that, but he has too much nerve damage for him to do it. And he adds that since his skin is elastic, he's not able to get plastic surgery either. So in South Brooklyn, it looks like Sue and Ben have taken Franklin to Coney Island. And like the bitch that she is sometimes, she's turned herself, Ben, and Franklin invisible. So of course they're bumping into people, knocking the popcorn out of a guy's hands, which is probably he paid like $10 for. So they're kind of like jerks. Franklin is wearing a shirt that says Hawk. Just the word Hawk. Not sure what that's for. Tony Hawk? The short-lived series The Man Called Hawk? Superhero Dark Hawk? Or maybe he just likes hawks. Sue has turned them invisible so they don't attract attention. If they don't want to attract attention, then maybe they should stop bumping into so many people. Franklin still looks depressed, and when he sees a picture of a smiling demon man on the side of a ride, that doesn't help. They decide to go onto the Ferris wheel, but how the hell do they do that if they're invisible? They must turn visible at least to get past the ride operator and onto a, a couple of carts. But I'll tell you what, if I were operating a Ferris wheel, I would not let any member of the Fantastic Four on it, especially the Thing. Odds are, the Ferris wheel will not survive. Turn the page, and guess what? The Ferris wheel does not survive. Ben's weight causes the ride to start to fall apart. Sue immediately reaches for her checkbook. Later, Franklin has a Spider-Man toy and a Transformers toy and a balloon on his head and he still looks unhappy. Usually, when I'm unhappy, a balloon on my head always cheers me up. Actually, that Transformers toy, it kind of looks more like a GoBot. That would explain why he's still depressed. Didn't we used to buy you GoBots when you were a kid? Well, I wanted Transformers, but you always got me GoBots, and you didn't even buy me those until last Christmas. Thirty years too late on that one, Dad. Sue is talking to Ben, and she's concerned about Reed and how he must be obsessing right now over everything that Dr. Doom has done to the FF over the years. Back at FF headquarters, Reed is sitting alone, moping, when Johnny comes in, carrying Valeria, and he asks Reed what the progress is on the building repairs. Reed says there is none. Johnny says that maybe he'll start removing some rubble himself, and Reed replies, Do whatever you like. But Johnny ends up with another plan. He hands the baby to Reed and grabs a big laser rifle. And he turns on Dr. Doom's time machine. I'm surprised Doom has never come to take that back, by the way. Reed says, I asked you not to go near the time machine anymore. But Johnny says he has a plan. So Reed and Valeria join Johnny on the platform. Maybe they're finally going to go get Blackbeard's treasure. We can only hope. So they travel in time and appear in Hungary. And they see over by a tree, a young Victor Von Doom laughing and having fun with an old girlfriend of his, Valeria, I assume. Johnny clicks his gun. He's gonna kill him! Oh, nice. 
I love the irony of using Doctor Doom's time machine to go back in time and kill a young Doctor Doom. Of course, he will never grow up to create a time machine, thus creating a time paradox leading to the destruction of the entire universe. Hey, Dad, if you could go back in time and kill anyone as a child, who would it be? Your mother. Okay. But before we can see what happens next, back at Coney Island, Sue and Franklin are on a ride, but Franklin still seems sad and uncommunicative. And on ride after ride, he looks the same, sullen and withdrawn. Marriage kind of has the same effect on me. Normally, a trip to Coney Island is just a thing to cheer up a child after he's been to hell. I don't know what Franklin's problem is. Some creepy young guy sees Sue and starts trying to hit on her, using pickup lines like, I'd like to swing like that on my front porch, whatever that means, and calling her his next wife, and saying that they could really make some magic. How does he not recognize her as the invisible woman, by the way? The shifting celebrity status of the Fantastic Four sometimes confuses me. She says, I have some magic for you, and she makes the thing visible again. He does recognize Ben Grimm, and he meekly pulls out a sheet of paper and asks for an autograph. Now people start to recognize them, and they surround Sue, Ben, and Franklin, who looks even more agitated as they get mobbed by people. He throws a fit, and he starts swinging the, his robot toy around, hitting people, and yelling, Get away from us! And the issue ends with a splash page of Franklin screaming out, Get the f*** away from us! The word he used was censored. They wouldn't censor hell. They've used that word a lot in recent issues, so I'm guessing Franklin blurted out the F word. Get the fudge away from us! Sue and Ben look shocked. And coming next issue, will Sue punish Franklin for using bad language? And if so, what will she do? Send him to his room? You know, he just spent some time in hell. His room ain't going to seem all that bad. Will Reed and Johnny kill the young Dr. Doom? Find out in the next episode. Same fantastic time, same fantastic channel. I guess it doesn't really make sense on a podcast. So, uh, what did you think, Dad? Uh, of, of what? I wasn't paying attention. Of the podcast. Can I go home now? I've got cigarettes and beer that aren't going to smoke and drink themselves. Okay. Uh, thanks for joining me today anyway, Dad. So that's it for this episode. If you have any questions about the Fantastic Four, about this podcast, or if you need relationship advice, you can email me at podcastff at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter, Dave Elliott, at podcastff, which I really only use to post my favorite pictures from the Fantastic Four and to send insulting tweets to the governor of North Carolina. And you can download other episodes of iTunes or find them all at www.podcastff.podbean.com. So long, kids. This podcast is over. Into the great unknown And it would wear my face As if it were its own And all that you see is a celebrity All that's left of me is my celebrity I will get in first And I will get in free All that's left of me God darn podcast, such a waste of my f***ing time.